0: Investor's Edge with Gary Kultbom, straight talk about you and your money. Now from the BizTalk studios, here is Gary Kultbom.
1: And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kultbom, your host. A, thanks for being with us today. Glad you're here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It is uh, Tuesday, November 24th, uh, 2020. And again, this is Thanksgiving week. If you have the ability... consider doing something for somebody you need absolutely nothing from someone who may be in need you get where i'm going anyway hope you're having a good day uh, again um, thursday and friday we will be playing our how about this a bear market show explaining characteristics of bear markets bet you nobody else is doing that right now but that's okay we have lots to discuss today hope you're having a a good day again and we hope you have a great holiday a great holiday weekend travel safe stay safe don't eat too much hey before we get going If you do not get this show in your city, we post it at GaryK.com. Simple as that. You can also listen to it on many podcast apps. Many podcast apps. We post that at GaryK.com and on Twitter at our Twitter feed. You can follow us on Twitter. Just go to Twitter, put our name in, or just press the button at GaryK.com. If you want to hear what we're doing, like to hear what you're doing, press the money management button, press the subscribe button, get our notes direct to you on our email service, convictionleaders.com, convictionleaders.com, one month free, check it out. Which takes us right into the market wrap because we have a lot to discuss. Brought to you by investment-models.com, that's Jim Rohrback, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man, you're either in or out of the market with his proprietary indicators. Go check it out. Investment dash models.com Dow 450 S&P up 57 NASDAQ 156 I must tell you the NASDAQ was weird today and I'll explain in a second didn't feel like 156 NASDAQ 100 173 the same good day for small and mid caps transports up 291 so let me describe for you the big indices the Dow which gapped up 1600 points after rallying up 1800 points after dropping 1800 points after a two on a two-week period has now edged above the recent highs at the close today the S&P 500 looks about the same little below the recent highs of that big reversal day when we gapped up 1600 points the NASDAQ, edging above the last seven, eight days. Still got to get through the highs of early November and early September. The Russell 2000, new highs. The Midcap 400, new highs. Of note, and as we have said to you on this show, On November 9th, we gapped up 1,600 points and took all the stuff that did nothing for six months on an announcement of a vaccine out of their slumber. They all gapped up. They sat for four days. They gapped up again last Monday. And then on on vaccine news, and they did it again. Yesterday. Three Mondays. Three news on vaccines. And let me describe for you. The financials of import. Sat for six months. Range bound. Gap up. On November 9th. Sit mostly for nine days. Edging a little higher. Broke through today. Into higher ground above those resistance levels on a gap to the upside Uh, jp morgan showed resistance just below 119 gaps up to 121 closes at 123. goldman sachs does the same bank america Does the same, moving above about 28 and a quarter. If you look at the financial ETF, does the same, the XLF. The regional banks, does the same, the KRE. Financials were dead and of absolutely no help to the market. Now they are. The oil's really dead and buried. And I mean really dead and buried. On November 9th, gap up, sit. Last Monday, gap up, sit. Yesterday, gap up. Today, another gap to the upside. Remember what we explained to you about the institutions. They are plowing into these things as they repair all the damage from the virus crash. As no pun intended, the vaccine has now taken over any issues on the virus when it comes to the market. And of course, between the European Central Bank and our central bank, they are printing at a run rate of $3 trillion per year. And the fact that Janet Yellen, ex-Central Bank head, another easy money dolt, and friends of Jay Powell, will be Treasury Secretary, the thought process is they are going to be having fun and frolicking in a sea of conjured up money, which has helped the markets. There's your story. So the broad market, on the move. Economically sensitive names, on the move. Making the bet that the vaccine will cure all. Other financial areas like investment banks, lenders, and the like. Doing the same. Capital One Financial moved above a little mid-level resistance after gapping up those two Mondays ago. Discovery Financial doing the same. American Express doing the same. A name like Disney. On the opening up. Even though California refuses to let them open up does the same commodities would you believe US steel is almost at a new yearly high now after being near a new yearly low? now let me be clear on US steel it hit a high of 48 bucks in 18 it's still 14 today we're talking about a yearly going back just one year but steel stocks and iron ore stocks and copper all the stuff that was dead and buried waking up with a fervor and that's what we've seen and interesting enough though since that day the market gapped up. The S and P is not broke above, but it looks like it's going to. The Dow is just edged above, but it looks like it's going to. And of course, as we've told you, seasonal strength time. Now, the only fly—I hate using this cliche. I'm not. Forget it. I didn't say fly in the ointment. I don't even know what the hell that means. You know, in fact, I always do this. I am clicking in, fly in the ointment, meaning a minor irritation that spoils the success or enjoyment of something. Oh, dead flies cause the ointment to send forth a stinking... Okay, gotcha. There's your answer. We follow other things, sentiment and the like. We'll explain that up next on this, the one and only Investor's Edge.
0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to switch on the integrator units and
1: get the brain cells working.
0: You're listening to... Hey, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Kultbomb. It doesn't get better than this.
1: And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. So really, the only thing right now is that we follow certain things just in the short term. And the amount of call buying by the option players versus the amount of put buying, nobody is betting on any downside right now. Which typically means we'll, we'll let me let me give you a, a comparison, but I don't think it's a perfect comparison. The last time we've seen a number so low was uh, in 2015, and within a week or two, markets tanked, but then came back. There's a difference though. Back then, the markets were already in trouble. Markets were in trouble when they tanked. The technical condition of the market right now is much better. But leave no doubt, the option players have no worries of the, of a market right now. Have no worries. That's really the only thing, and you know my thoughts longer term, but remember, that's after a climactic run. And as I've said to you on this show, the bigger indices look like they want to break out of range and have a good end of year maybe even into the first quarter and again we will deal with just tomorrow but we've studied this in precedent now we've never studied what comes of a pandemic and the timing of vaccines but the reaction's been strong what else was strong today bunch of the airlines the hotels when you look at Marriott had that same gap to the upside two Mondays ago sat started going on the move again same with Hyatt hotels the cruise lines even though they've done secondaries up the wazoo carnival moved above five month range today even though it's still way way down off the highs like 60 some odd percent but you got to start somewhere. Royal Caribbean, same thing. Norwegian, same thing. Casinos, looking like the same thing. Nothing for six months. Out of nowhere on vaccine news, a big gap to the upside. You sit around. Some of the stronger ones break above. Some others are attempting to break above. That couple of weeks. And we just suspect when all said and done, they're all going to be higher. How much don't know, how long don't know. But that's what we suspect. And we always get asked about, oh, if we... The big cap ETFs look like they're about to bust out. The small and mid cap already did. Just keep in mind, though, they were the stuff. Leave no doubt small and mid cap are laden with that stuff. That's on the move right now. Now, we do get to ask all kinds of questions. By the way, I I forgot to ask you guys. I want to get an answer from you. I knew I forgot to ask you something yesterday. Are you guys getting the amount of spam calls I'm getting on my uh, iPhone? In the last three weeks, if I tell you I'm getting 15, of the, I don't answer any calls. And you know they're, they're fake calls, they don't leave messages and stuff. Are you guys getting the same thing? It's like every hour on the hour, every half hour. Anyway, we go back. So that, that's the story here. And just I just want to make sure you know that the S&P still has not moved out of range, The De- but looks about ready. The Dow is just edged above. This move has been made of this stuff. And we think there's a chance there's a ways to go. Now that said, and this is something we have brought up to you, that said a lot of growth names are just gagging breaking down we don't own any growth names right now there's a couple that are strong but overall yuck and the bigger names really going nowhere and apple was up today but not going anywhere amazon was up today but not going anywhere And then there were stocks the ones that enable the stuff you do at home they keep getting smacked around and then the stay-at-home stuff peloton top for now zoom top for now nautilus top for now some harshly and peloton has their other issues i guess i guess this is a good problem they can't fill their orders fast enough One of my buddies uh, ordered a bike from them like nine, ten weeks ago. Nope, nothing. That's not good. That's not good. I mean, it's good, but it's not good. So anyway, there's your story. A gargantuan bet. Well, not even a gargantuan bet. A bet on the vaccine and the opening up of not just America, but this world. Not just America, but this world. And the areas that were dead, the ones that got hurt the most because of the virus are on the move. Uh, gold's still not making it. Hope you listened. We told you on this show, on August 11th, just avoid gold for right now. And we actually thought it would just go through a trading range for a while and probably turn up. No, they keep breaking it down. The gold miners index, the uh, uh, index of a bunch of gold mining stocks, the bigger ones, has broken the 200-day moving average. Longer term, the junior gold miners now finish below it. And I must tell you, and by the way, gold, the ETF, the GLD, is on the 200-day long term. I believe there's a combination of a couple of things. I believe the gold is is the opposite of what the market does. But I actually think that people, instead of looking at gold, they're buying Bitcoin because they see that as moving better. And that is surprising the hell out of me. But we call them as we see them. And that's the story. Now, gold is not in a bear market. It's definitely in a correction. And it can work itself out of this. But man, a couple of gross weeks going on. Up next, in other words, vaccine, good, not good for gold. Gold.
0: Play For free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Boy, were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to America is talking. Investor's Edge. He's got to be pleased with that. The crowd is just on his feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. With Gary Coltbaum.
1: comes highly recommended. You're going to feel better if you talk to him. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Uh, And and by the way, other areas now benefiting Expedia. Uh, The old price line, it's now called Booking Holdings. Both of them gapped up, sat around for two weeks. Both look like they're going to break above range. We mentioned the financials and the regionals. Why? Because interest rates on the long end have backed up some. And the thought process is that's saying that the economy will get better because of the vaccine and it also is the thought process that oh margins are now going to expand by the financials so you got this combination of the vaccine and these morons still printing three trillion 17 trillion dollars of bonds negative yielding zero percent rates negative rates Uh, what, What was it? The European Central Bank idiot saying that we can actually lower rates even more even though they have negative rates. And you combine all this with the vaccine and here you go. Now let's see if we can accomplish the big guys moving out of range. They're on the cusp. It will not take much more. It will not take much more. And if they do, and we love breaking out of ranges, especially in the indices. It will invite more institutional buying. And it tends to feed on itself. Now, let's segue a bit. Uh, today they pulled back. Some Remember what I said yesterday about these um, electric vehicle and battery bullcrap? And I call it bullcrap, no no indictment or anything, but stocks go from 20 to 60 in two weeks on nothing. Just a mania. But don't worry, there's no bubbles. Uh, Finally, they took a a, a few a peg down. Not a lot, but some decently enough. And again, we're not going to tell you what to do with these things. Just know where they came from. And if you buy them wrong, make sure you have stops in place. Because quite often these type of moves you'll drop 50% back easy, if not more. If not more. If not more. And again, that is an outcome and a characteristic of late inning froth and speculation. But the late innings usually end pretty dynamically. And you know, we don't give out targets. But I was on TV two months ago and I said to Stuart Varney, I wouldn't be surprised if we go to 35,000 down. And I said, but we'll need Boeing. And Boeing's turned also off of this news. The vaccine is now moving everything. If somebody announces tomorrow the vaccine sucks will dump 2,000 points. That's how important it is at this juncture, big time. Now, as I stated before, another outcome, though, is these at-home things. A lot of the software that enable it, that's logical. And that's when we say to you the most news-driven environment. i got to tell you, it's the toughest environment, not just physically, but thinkingly. You know, I remember 9-11, like almost every day, are we going to get hit again? But with the virus, how bad is it going to get? How good is it going to get? When are we going to get a vaccine? Are we going to get a vaccine? When is this? When is that? And I don't know if you know this, the numbers are spiking we records. I think we had 200,000 people get it yesterday. Market doesn't care because of a run rate of $3 trillion in printed money, negative rates, uh, zero, all that stuff, and vaccines to come. So my theme of potential, we didn't predict it, Of a melt-up into the late innings. Sure feels like there can be a shot. And all the characteristics of them late innings are happening. The secondaries, the IPOs, the massive insider selling. The froth, the speculation, the utter stupidity. I got a call yesterday after the radio show. Somebody I don't know. Watches me on Fox. A woman. Could have been a man, but it was a woman. Gary, can you tell me about this Blink charging company? I asked, where would you hear of it? She said, I heard it's really hot, and I may need to get to it and I did my usual query do you know what the stock was five days ago nope okay if I told you it was ten dollars and it's now 34 in like five or six days what would you think the answer was not yeah I know okay fine The answer was, well, can't it just go to 50 or 60? Manias and bubbles create attitudes that create the manias and bubbles. You get what I'm saying? And it's the feeding on itself that creates it all. And that's how you get moves in companies that have no sales. And you know, I've counted up how many, and I'm sure I'm missing a bunch, I've counted 30 electric vehicle things or battery things. And most of them have no sales. And some of them are flying. Terrific. Anyway, again, we know we harp on this. We are not telling you what to do. We are not telling you not to. We're just telling you to not be the last one in. And when you're doing your investigation, please know where the stock came from in price. And maybe if you find the stock that's 30, that was 10 five days ago, there may just be risk. Or it can go to 50 to 60. We're going to probably feel the necessity of saying this quite a few times in the next, uh, I'm going to call it a couple of quarters. You can now, well, when you do your scans, steel, copper, aluminum, stuff you can drop on your foot and it hurts, they're getting a bid now. And yes, US Steel got the upgrade today. And that's what did the trick. Next thought of the day. Uh, Joe Biden introduced his uh, some of his cabinet today. And I have to tell you, they all seem like terrific people. Terrific people. Uh, don't know them, and as usual, the Trumpsters are out there yelling and screaming about who they are, and that's fine and whatever, you know, one side's bad, the other side's good and stuff like that. But I, I must tell you, I keep hearing from the cabinet and Joe Biden, America's now back. And I'm thinking to myself, if you think America is you guys in D.C., you ain't going to last. And by the way, I said the same thing about the make America great again. America's us, the people. People been great all along. So all this talk about make America great again, America's... I hate politicians. And yeah, Trump's a politician. He came out of his basement today for 60 seconds to talk about hey, the Dow hit a uh, milestone. And which, by the way, notice we haven't mentioned because we don't want to. No need to. It's just a number. Maybe. Anyway, uh, we... Being completely open minded. Let's see what Biden does. And we'll call him on the carpet if need be. Up next, more on that. And your money. I'm Gary. This is the one and only investor's edge.
0: We're listening to. What are we waiting for? Well, what are you waiting for? One, two, ready, yeah. go. Investors edge. With Gary Culpa.
1: Anyway. So, you know, the Trumpsters are out. But in case you don't know, it, 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 it's over. The election's over. Remember what we told you? Uh, that Sidney Powell's a nutcase. She's gone. All this talk of fraud. You can believe what you want. But if you have... if I know this talk about this, that, and the other thing, but they haven't provided squat. And unfortunately, they overpromised and under-delivered, and we're going to have a new president. We're just letting you know, like we called Trump on the carpet many times, as well as complimented him, we're letting you know up front we will do the same with Joe Biden. Simple as that. Uh, We got more hate mail from Trump people. And you know what, I say that lovingly. More hate mail from them than anything else. And I, I ripped the stuffings out of the Marxists and socialists much worse than Trump. So now that President Trump will be gone as of January 20th, it'll be our job to measure Joe Biden, the new president. We are hoping that one senator in Georgia will be Republican. Why? Because basically, uh, for lack of a better word, that castrates Joe Biden from putting in his ridiculous and onerous tax policies. But if he starts, and let me put this best, if he pays off Iran again and kisses their butt, if he screws over Israel like Obama did, if he kisses the arse of Cuba after yelling about Trump being nice to North Korea, we'll call him out on every bit of it. Every bit. If his spending is goes nuts we're gonna rip him. if his debt and deficits we'll rip them John Kerry has been named to the cabinet under I guess the climate czar I tweeted today every time I hear Kerry talk and we use the word climate it feels like my wallet is lighter if they start pulling that crap we're gonna hit him so we're just letting you know be ready we will pull no punches good or bad Good or bad. But the, it is a, for me, clean slate. Empty blackboard. For people that love Trump, they're cursing them out already. Like crazy. Like crazy. You should see what's on Twitter. I don't understand people. But that's okay. All well and good. Respect all. The only people we don't respect here are A, criminals, or B, Marxists, communists. We have zero respect for Sanders and Warren. They're dictators. That's who they are. That's a dictatorship. You know how they complain Trump's a dictator? Trump's the opposite of dictator. Somebody wants to lower taxes and regulations? That's the opposite of dictator. Somebody wants to tax the hell out of you and regulate every freaking thing you do? That's a dictator. You know, like you're seeing in some of these cities right now. Do you know in Oregon? There are bigger penalties. If you get together with family at Thanksgiving, then the looters, the looters, nothing even happened to them. So be ready. We will be. Because everything they do out of Washington affects everything. They are just gargantuan interlopers in our life. Even Trump. He put on the tariffs and had to take 28 billion of our own dollars and pay off farmers. And no, the Chinese didn't pay for those, the 28 billion, we did, the taxpayer. So we think the swamp is still full, but we will give all benefit of the doubt a clean slate, a clean blackboard, and we will be watching And we'll always be hopeful. But just remember what we've told you. There's 350 million of us. There's 100 senators. How many people in the House? 435? An administration? We have the numbers. You do realize that, right? You do realize we have the numbers. Yet we don't use that power like we used to. Imagine if just a few million of us walked on the Capitol on their corruption and their inefficiencies and their ineffectiveness and the lobbyists and their debt and their deficits. Imagine if we were persistent you know what they love the most, these people, is their power. Imagine if they think they're going to lose their power if they keep the, they're doing their ways, but we've never done that. Nobody talks about the debt and deficit and the corruption. None of them. Either side. I laughed the other day when Ted Cruz says, oh, we got to start worrying about the debt. I yelled at the TV, go screw yourself, Cruz. As he sat there the last four years saying nothing and uh, under Bush. The rest of them under Bush. When Bush ran up five, six trillion bucks. Don't worry, Dem's not going to talk anything about debt and deficits. They love them, And this is all going to affect the economy, the markets, your money, your wallets, and this future. We shall not be shy. We have no love for any of them. But a new administration comes in. And unlike people that love Trump, we will let them have their, have at it. And if they start in on the taxes and the rules and the regulations and putting others first. I'm not this whole America first guy. But we should be up front. It shall be fun. You'll have a great evening. Drive carefully. When you get home, do like we do. Make sure you hug your children. Hug your family. Work hard. Play hard. Don't drink. Alcohol's overrated. Don't smoke dope. These morons that keep putting it upon you that marijuana is good. They're lying sacks. And make sure when we come out of the pandemic, you're smarter and better than ever. We'll need you. Peace out.
0: This has been Investor's Edge with Gary Kultbom on BizTalk. To listen to past episodes or to get in contact with Gary, go to GaryK.com. That's GaryK.com.